the hip flexor to the eye of sports. Uh, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 192. How are we? Feel pretty good. Heard my first cicada yesterday. Oh, Did you I found really? a cicada shell, but I don't know if it was from this year. I it was it was only one, I think, because it was it was a much more like Desperate. alien, strange sound than I remember. Like you know how when you, there's a bunch of them going, it just sounds like one big sound. But this one, you yeah. could actually hear like the like the strokes of the. What's that thing called? I can't remember what it's called that they use to make that noise, but you could hear like the individual clicks of it. Sounds it much more desperate. Kind of rad. It was like, hey guys. He's like, guys. I'm, he's like the first guy to the party. He's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Yeah. I thought this thing started at five. And he doesn't really know the host. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's real awkward. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, he's a friend of a friend exactly. that was driving himself and yeah. like showed up right on time. Uh-huh. And the, the host just got out of the shower. Uh-huh. It was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and he took off his shoes. Yeah. That's like, I don't really know what kind of party this is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy, how about you? You said you found a shell. Do, do shells last more than a year? When they molt, is it molting? I mean, I guess th- it depends on the environmental conditions. You know, it's true. what makes? Why do some? Why did some dinosaurs become fossils, and you know, the majority didn't? That they were never. They were first off. They were never dinosaurs. There, there are only fossils. Oh, there were never dinosaurs. There were only old birds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're the they're demons, they're giants. They're pelicans. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. fake they're 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 old giant birds that God made to make people think that the the world is it's older than it is. It's a yeah. trick, yeah. When God it's was the, antiquing the world. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that yeah, it's a patina. When God was putting that patina on it, yeah. exactly, you know, aging yeah. that, distressing it, mm-hmm. if yeah. you will. It's that mm-hmm. modern farmhouse look that, Jesus, That's right. that God was looking for. It's that bohemian for. chic look that God was going for. That's right. Them and the old, him and the Olsen twins. That's right. Yeah. God's a man. Yeah, God, uh, God was the first subscriber to Southern Living Magazine. That's yeah. right. Southern Living Magnolia. What's the one? Gardens and Guns. Yeah. yeah. That's there you go. That Gardens and Guns, uh, I had to look at that magazine for a project I was working on for a client who was in the <laughs> oh, South. Man. That is a surprising... Ma- it's Tell me more. It's actually a good magazine. Walk me through it. Yeah. But it's okay. but it's uh, it, the name is ridiculous. This has yeah. a real I read Playboy for the articles vibe. No, this is just <laughs> this is just a southern. It's just a southern, southern culture magazine. But it's called Gardens and Guns, and it's all about just you know the southern lifestyle. But yeah, there's some good. There's some. There were some good articles. Um, mm-hmm. What about the centerfold? <laughs> yeah, it was just it, you had to fold it out. It was just a giant close up of a nine by thirteen casserole. It dish. was just yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> These biscuits just don't stop. Look at this. There's a, a twelve page article on how to fold napkin. Yeah, the yeah. Bi- the biscuit tray just keeps getting longer and longer. How to fry bacon after you peel off seventeen twelve gauge shots using mm-hmm. your gun barrel. Mm-hmm. 
every article I did with bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about? What is Gardens and Guns about? Just Southern culture. It's a kind of like a who's uh, Southern culture though. I mean, people, it's, it's, people it's, get real pissed at. Weeds I would say it's like it's like it's like high. <laughs> yeah, it's like high end, high end Southern culture. So it's a oh. lot of food. Travel destinations, music. It's genteel. It's curtilion culture. It's, well, it's plantation porn is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nice, nice colonial architecture. Right, right. You know. Yeah. I will say it... it, it, it Which side it, of Antebellum it, are we on? It was, yeah. it was better than I expected for a magazine with that name. <laughs> I really <laughs> like your house. I'm just curious how you got all these fingerprints in these bricks. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a real thing, by the yeah. way. I've seen that with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah, people down there. It's a different. It's a different culture for sure. <laughs> Dude, county to county. I know that we've talked. That place about, is wild. Yeah, and I know we've talked about this before, but like, my wife being from my wife. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> being from uh, Mississippi and the Panhandle of Florida. Which, you know, that's two different Which is worse. In, in and of itself, yeah. Matt Gates country or Mississippi. Yeah, right. Uh, that uh, I've been exposed to some things. <laughs> I got no doubt. That, that I wouldn't have <laughs> otherwise been exposed to. Had your hair blowed back, boy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I guess that's it. I just realized, yeah, I'm the only, I'm the only one on this podcast with no southern family well here's yeah. true well it's true because florida because florida expats don't not count the south not the and south. that's not the south it's the panhandle maybe yeah but the yeah. rest of it not the south right but i mean just what they uh, if you want roddy if you want to be exposed to southern culture all you have to do is um go to cracker uh, barrel is, was, is watching college football. You you have to mm. like start to. Well, see, that's the deal breaker. The yeah, right. That. Yeah. Well, I do enjoy. We, we talked about it before. I enjoy Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Um, you enjoy a good noodle. Oh, you would love I, the food. I Rowdy. enjoyed Zach's. You would love it. Did we talk I mean, about cookout on here? We talked about. Yeah, cookout. we talked about Just, cookout. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I got sans, no, I got no problem with the food. Sans the cheesy dishes, which in oh, my yeah. family we never had a lot of cheesy dishes. Like, we never ate macaroni and cheese as a side, like a lot of Southerners do. Hmm. But yeah, that no, is not, a thing. Not as a side, as a vegetable. Well, you, that's right. <laughs> that's we, a, uh, yeah. Mac and cheese is a vegetable, sir. That's true. Well, thanks yeah. for joining us. We've already we've already taken our. Uh, Detour We've talked about birds. Did we talk food. about food? Yeah, dinosaurs. Oh yeah, oh, dinosaurs. That's right. That's right. Okay, yeah. that's that counts. Yep, bird, birds and food. That's usually the bugs. first ten minutes. Bugs. Mm-hmm. Yep, we got bugs. So we we've, we've covered the big three. I yeah. Guess this so point, we've yeah. covered all three bases. Let's head for home. Well, that was a sports. <laughs> hey, it was sports a sports metaphor. reference. It took you three sports years. Sports metaphor. You got there. Uh, well, while you're listening to all this stupidity, why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and put in a, a review. And I will start by saying, hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? Can we ask people to put a good review in? No, nah. man. Here's what I'd no. say. Here's what I'd don't say. be so controlling. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself out there right now. I'll say any review. If you, if you are listening to this, put in a review. Take a screenshot of it. 
email it to us. Yes, I actually checked the email. I will put everyone's email in a hat. Uh, by the end of June, we will draw an email out of that, and I will send you a sports, sports, sports shirt that I will personally make. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to go to a store and have a what? sports, sports, sports. What's shirt. happening here? You didn't say when the hell do we get shirts? Yeah, you didn't no. discuss no, no, no. any of this with with I'm the rest doing of it us right now. No, oh, this is off the cuff. I'm, okay, I, we got we got the t-shirt. We got the t-shirt making. Tiki Hut, whatever it's called, just down the street from us. Right? Okay. They do. They do custom shirts. Uh-huh. They do one-offs. They'll do one-offs. You just okay. bring in. You bring in any design, and they will. They will put it on a shirt. I'll say. Any it, design. It, well, <laughs> in my experience, yes. <laughs> Listen to me, seven uh, seven people, that who are actually tuned in right now. You give us a review on. Spotify, on Apple, on whatever your, your... Can you review on Spotify? I think so. I don't know. Your platform of choice. <laughs> send me a screenshot. Send us a screenshot. Sports, sports, sports pod at gmail.com. We're going to put everybody who does this in a hat. I'm gonna, we're going to pull out uh, one email at the end of June, 1st of July, and that person will get a T-shirt. Sports, all right, sports, all right. This sports. is this is all the on gym. you. This yeah, is all on all you, on Snoop, me. because you heard it here. I, I got a lot of irons in the fire right now. I don't have time for all this. So <laughs> thanks, man. Uh, well, enjoy enjoy Snoop's contest, you yeah, lucky winner out there. It's I hope you happen. do better than I did with Lindsey Graham and Donald Trump and yeah. Shaq and Charles Barkley and oh gosh, I, I got to start practicing my guitar solo. I can't wait for Snoop to call me at the end of June and be like, hey, dude, do you think we could just send him a Park Place art shirt? Because I don't have time to do this. <laughs> I mean, down the road. I just don't know what size to get. Maybe He'll have forgotten by well, next week. They got to send the size with the screenshot. Size? Yes. Send oh, okay. a screenshot right. and a size. And a, and a self-addressed stamped up. Read, don't, <laughs> don't, COD. don't send, offer any more tips t-shirt. here. <laughs> the, the, the more you offer, the more you get, you get, uh, Engaged in this in this contest, you don't want this is slippery slope. You want let this be Snoop's thing. Let him figure right. this out every okay. week, every okay. week uh, the, from now until the end of June. I'm gonna bring what you're gonna run a contest every week? No, say, I'm just gonna bring it up every week. I've got all, all right. the rules in my head. It's it's summertime. It's Snoop's season of giving. Right. <laughs> I have about three more months of, of this, and then and I'm yeah. shutting it down. Yeah. Hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, guys, uh, let's talk about A-Rod's foundation. Uh, oh, so I'm assuming man. that he's bouncing out of this uh, broken engagement and he's starting some kind of charitable uh, charitable foundation. What's the, what's the story here, Reed? Well, I think he's really trying to, you know, uh, deal with some of the blemishes that he's had mm-hmm. uh, throughout his career. And uh, so, so A-Rod it has his own makeup line now. It looks like a large lipstick tube of foundation that you just can men can use to cover up those blemishes and paint their faces. Uh, This is the this is the natural progression of any super rich dude that just got dumped by a super rich woman. I'm guessing this is what rich people do. They go into the makeup game. Well, I think... Is he trying to make up with J-Lo, I think or is he, he just trying to do makeup? I think this was already a company that he and J-Lo... So this, he's on the hymns, mm-hmm. for hymns mm-hmm. side. Hymns. If you click to the 
her for hers.com, that's all JLo. Oh. So for him's is the A-Rod side. So he's got a he's got a stake in this company. Um but this is this is weird, but is the, it not? But the blur is this stick not weird. I mean, hey, I it's a glue stick for your face. That's what it looks like. Cover up those blemishes. He he posted a really great photo on Instagram. His, his post said, working with the Hims and hers team, I wanted to create a product that solved an issue I faced every day. I realized as I was jumping from meeting to meeting, busy guy, I needed something quick and easy in my routine to conceal blemishes or razor bumps. That's why I'm excited to share a new Hims product, the Blur Stick. It's a convenient concealer specifically designed for men that can be used for skin imperfections. Check it out. I think you'll be surprised how often it comes in handy. Uh, and then you- the photo of him, he's just kind of grimacing uh, yeah, uh, it is it is yeah. it is a terrible photo uh, but it's kind of hilarious I loved uh, I want to see the outtakes from this photo shoot because knowing that this yeah. is the best shot <laughs> I'm assuming this I'm assuming they put the sun directly behind the camera and so he's just like like the actual sun they literally brought the sun down into the studio oh damn and had it Position behind the camera. That's that's kind of the face he's making. But no, I think this seems like an okay product. I mean, uh, it's uh, yeah, it, it's got it, 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 yeah, it, keep, it, keep it, this. Keep trying to do this, Rowdy. It's got it. It's got eight different skin tones, so you can choose your favorite. It's um, sleek and discreet. Yeah. You know what makes you not need a crayon stick to paint your face with because you have a blemishes beard. N- not doing steroids. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, I, he I should have thought of this twenty years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Put it. Put it in uh, right over all the injection points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Plug small hypodermic holes in the skin. That's that should be on the box. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Rowdy. This this picture is a little uh, unsettling. I'm looking at page six dot com. Oh, page it, six. It, it feels like their direction in this shot was like, smile like your world isn't falling apart and you're putting on makeup. <laughs> yeah, like that's what it feels like. Yeah, it me. is very much like the, uh, the the stock photo dude, the old man that yeah. like is in all these situations where he's smiling, but he just looks like he's dying inside. Um, so this yeah. Is, so this is through hymns. Hymns the. Uh, the the uh, hair growth and and uh, erectile dysfunction people. Oh. Mm-hmm. It, it also like kind of looks like he just got done eating like three fillet of fishes. He really does. He looks a little yeah. He could use some water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did I do? This is great. I think it's great that uh, he's normalizing uh, makeup for men. I personally wouldn't put makeup on uh, because I'm cheap and I would never buy makeup. This is awesome. This is great. I mean, Jose Canseco asked a great question on he's Twitter. He's a broken man. Let's just put that out there, too. Uh, he's a Jose, broken man. Jose, What's Jose have to say? Jose retweeted the, the New York Post article and tweeted, does it cover up cheating on Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> Dude, Jose's never not on point. Yep. Guy's awesome. Uh, he also, on May 9th, tweeted happy mother's day to everyone and i told you alex and jayla would not make it because alex is a mother dot 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 <laughs> is oh, this so. is this more accepted or or do they think they can roll this out is this a post-trump effect 
How just so? because I mean, no, I think. Well, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, he was a big makeup wearer. I think. This, I think what I. A thing. Well, I mean, I would say yes. Uh, makeup is a is a thing now. I think we'll look back at this era when you, if you look at a lot of politicians and like Fox News anchors, think people like that, like conservative media. The the oranging of these people is. We're going to look back and be like, what was happening? In the same way that, like, if you watch, like, Amadeus and everyone's got their, like, you know, white powder, um, powder film. powdered wigs and their, like, oh, you know, a, pale makeup good. and all that. Yeah. When you see yeah. all that and you're yeah. just like, what was that all about? Yeah, that's I think a good, I think people are going to look back and be like, why did why was everyone orange in 2020, 2021? Um but my theory is actually that Arod is goth. Oh. So I did some research and I found two potential Pinterest boards. Mm-hmm. One is Alex R two nine three one, who goes by Alex Rodriguez, and the other is Alex R D Z one zero one 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 five, who also goes by Alex. Rodriguez and both of these people on Pinterest are posting uh, <laughs> some goth, uh, goth makeup, goth fashion. I mean, amongst other things, um, I'm leaning toward the the first one. Um, but yeah, a lot. They also love wolves. I don't know if that's an A Rod thing at all. Wolves. Um, but wolves. I did notice yeah, that there are some, you know, kind of. Wait, cra- goths love wolves. Uh, this person, whoever this, whoever owns this Twitter account, they basically, they have a bunch of like, you you know, goth or sorry, Pinterest account. So they, they have a lot of these goth, uh, goth fashion images, but then they also have a lot, a lot of little tutorials about how to draw wolves and horses. Now the horse thing is interesting because the rumor is that Alex Rodriguez has a portrait of himself as a centaur as a, in his as bedroom. A centaur. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So this is true. I don't what'd know. You say, what'd you say the number on the account was? Yeah, it's Alex R two nine three one. I think this two. is I think this is Arod's secret Pinterest account. Oh, I thought there was a one oh one something one. Uh, there was. I, I th- this, that, that's not my, my main I was thinking pick, that though. might have been a New York zip code. There's also a, uh, a, a board for steampunk, a board for pixel art. Um, let's see what tattoos. Oh, we got some Zelda tattoos. Um, mm. Yeah, very into, so, the, very into Zelda. So you think, so, so let, let's walk through this. What's one of these crayons run? Eighteen, seventeen dollars. I think. Oh, right. Seventeen okay. or eighteen bucks. So he's an investor in Hims, which is part of this whole thing because that's why they're selling it through Hims. But yes, I think it's. I think it, I read it was seventeen bucks, which isn't bad. I mean, that sounds about right. I guess I don't know what does makeup cost normally. I think it's much more expensive than that typically. Let's walk. Let's walk through this for a second so okay. I understand what's going on here in in your in your conspiracy, and then we'll move on because we have bigger face paint to fry here. Yes, you we think A Rod is. Well, so he came up with the Mariners when he was like seventeen years old. Was he goth before that? Like, has he always been like closeted goth? That's a great city to start out in to be goth, though. Absolutely. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're gonna mm-hmm. go goth, yeah. Uh, maybe he wasn't when he came up. And yeah. And wolves. But wolves. that was werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. But but he he was there at an impressionable age. 
and just embrace that subculture. Yeah. What year would that have been? Mm, early 2000s. 90s. Late, late 90s, yeah, early 94. 2000s. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 94? Was it that early? No, it wasn't that. No, because he was there with Ichiro, wasn't he? Or did Ichiro come right after he left? Oh, one was Ichiro. Says he played okay. 22 seasons uh, for the Mariners, 1994 to 2000. Mm-hmm. Texas Rangers, 2001 to 2003. And the Yankees, 2004 to 2016. Oh, well, he did a little uh, cup of coffee in Texas like Jose. Okay. Yeah. George Bush's Texas, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. He paid a quarter billion dollars for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... Uh, I, I wonder, okay, so it, you're saying possibly didn't come up Goff, but in his teen years spending time in the Pacific Northwest became accustomed to their, their cloudy disposition, mm-hmm. the Seattle freeze, if you will, and became a little more Goff in that time from 94 to 2000, around the time of Landon LFO. But he kind of went the other direction. Mm-hmm. And went the AFI slash My Chemical Romance direction. I mean, crime, maybe maybe even grunge era too. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, wanted in New Hampshire. Marilyn Manson. Uh, Tell you what, if seventeen-year-old Alex Rodriguez had been in my high school with a Marilyn Manson T-shirt, he would have had to turn that thing inside out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Tuck his shirt in too. Uh, and then he you couldn't wear on. Manson so he, T-shirts. So he's so he's always been closeted, goth, is what you're saying. And mm-hmm. then now, so he's just kind of like in his mind, it's become just an, a normal thing to wear makeup. But it's always been like you know, football, the football grease under his eyes. But mm-hmm. now he's going like full concealer. I thought he, he played he baseball. Sorry, blur stick, a blur stick. Right. Yeah. This is okay. a strange thing. Yeah. But hey, yeah. do you, Alex? Yeah. What's next? Oh, what I hope else? So a lot of those crayons. Next up, the craft conspiracy thickens. Mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. I got two pages of notes here, fellas. Oh boy. I dove I dove deeply on this conspiracy. And I'm gonna take you guys back to two thousand and eight. We're gonna start oh. two thousand eight, work our way forward here. 2008. Um, Where was I? 2008. Uh, we were in the breakup, I think, Reed. We were living together. No, that was the si- oh, 06 in the breakup. Gotcha. This is this 2008 is when we started corn to tasseling. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So um, we were in the long and strong. Yeah, you were in the long and strong. Okay, so, uh, you know, you have some PA roots, Snoop. So I And, mm-hmm. and uh, Rowdy, you follow politics. So I'm sure you're aware, aware of a senator from Pennsylvania by the name of Arlen Specter, mm-hmm. uh, a staunch Republican turned Democrat uh, in the late uh, 2000 teens, uh, or late 2000 aughts. He died in 2012. Well, he was the one senator that got very interested in the Spygate conspiracy with the New England Patriots. Hmm. Uh, So to give you a little rundown here, Rowdy, Spygate for the Patriots was the Patriots got caught recording uh, opposing teams' practices. 
so that they knew what plays they were going to run, what defensive, offensive formations they were going to have, all that. And they mm-hmm. went on to beat Arlen Specter's beloved Eagles in Super Bowl 39, 24-21 ah. in 2005. This also harkens back to the Senator Mitchell investigation during the steroids era in baseball. So mm-hmm. this is not out of the norm to have a senator uh, start sniffing around in professional sports in terms of uh, cheating or some, you know, squirrely actions right. uh, so the reason within professional is, sports. Yeah, the reason for this is they have antitrust exemptions. That's exactly right. All so the major sports have antitrust exemptions. Yep. So as long as there's fair play, they can continue to have these exemptions. But if at any point there was some, uh, some naughtiness going on, Yep. So he might lose their antitrust exemption. Yep, he threatened to file an antitrust exemption suit against the NFL, and he was also, which is uh, kind of our uh, our soapbox, if you will. He was also uh, anti public money for stadiums. So that was another one of his arguments uh, to kind of dig into the NFL here and see what's going on. Well. You'd be surprised to know that the NFL and the Patriots both stonewalled uh, Spectre's investigation. And in May of 2008, it has been noted in several sources that Roger Goodell destroyed the evidence, had Mm -hmm. the tapes destroyed that were recorded by the Patriots organization. Uh, Now, the NFL did do an investigation, Rowdy. You'll be happy to know this. In 2007, they did a four-day investigation of of Spygate, and they ended up finding the Patriots organization $250,000, Belichick $500,000, and they lost a first-round draft pick. Well, uh, during all this, uh, Spectre was... uh, uh, you know, acquaintances with uh, Bobby Kraft, Robert Kraft up there in uh, New oh, England, in Foxborough. Now, now, who is this man? Who is this Robert Kraft? Uh, I remember there? Bobby Kraft from Jupiter, Florida, and the. Uh, I think, yes. Oh, yes. He's the, a very uh, massage, man, he's the massage ring. Massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not forget that this is the first tape destruction that Bobby Kraft was involved in. The Mm. massage parlor was, in fact, his second tape destruction (laughs) conspiracy Mm. that he was involved in. He just hates tapes. Maybe he's no time for analog. Maybe he's doing nothing wrong. Yeah, he just thinks, let's just move to a fully digital format. This is an antiquated technology. (laughs) I have no time for this. Get it away from me. Right. He doesn't, he, yeah, okay, I gotcha. I see so what you're doing. he's talking to Bobby Kraft, he's doing all you this. You know what he should do? What's that? Sh- what, what our friend Bob Kraft needs to do is start carrying around a refrigerator magnet in his pocket. Yeah. And a lot of his problems would be solved. Yeah, that's true. Be kind, <laughs> rewind, Bobby, come on, damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's do this. So he's friends with Bobby Kraft or acquaintances. He tries to, obviously he's a uh, politician, so he's rubbing up against Bob to get some campaign contributions. Hey, uh, rubbing up against Bob. Now, it is interesting too that as he was fundraising, he did call into question what's the difference between a bribe and a campaign contribution. And as far as I can tell, Arlen Specter is one of the last senators to actually openly talk about these kinds of things and how he raised money and who he was talking to and what he was doing. So uh, he and Bob have these different discussions. I, I 
do not think that Bob gave him any money at any point, at least what I can find. But Arlen was told that he that Bob has a friend and I quote, if you laid off of the Patriots, there'd be a lot of money coming towards you in Palm Beach. Mm. Well, who do we know from Palm Beach? And who do we know from Palm Beach that is not only friends with Bob Kraft, but is also friends with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick? Can uh, I guess? Can I guess? Take a guess. Um, Donnie Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump Donald not J. only Trump. had Tom Brady, a 24-year-old Tom Brady, fly on his 737 jet to Gary, Indiana to judge the Trump Miss USA pageant. Uh, Bob Kraft was at Trump's wedding. Trump called Kraft weekly after uh, Mira Kraft died. His wife called him weekly for a year. Trump actually wanted Ivanka to date Tom Brady, mm. but that never worked out. <laughs> Too bad for Tom Brady, right? Uh, but Kraft was interested and connected to Trump because he was one of the seven NFL owners that gave Trump the Trump inauguration committee $1 million. That's right. Seven of the 30 NFL owners gave Trump $1 million, donated $1 million to Trump's inauguration committee, which, if you follow the news, you know was just a giant washing machine for all kinds of filthy money that was flowing in and out of there. So Spectre was actually, it's come out now that Spectre was bribed by Trump to lay off of <laughs> Bob Kraft and the Spygate investigation. Bribed how? Yeah, well, well, hold on. Before that Trump that. was going to give him money. If you laid off the Patriots, there would be money for you in Palm Beach. Mm. That's the bribe. Hmm. So, so he tried to bribe him. This is out. like circa, like, 08, 09, 10. Okay. And this all came out, correct me if I'm wrong here, Reed, because Arlen Specter's son is writing a book. Yeah, I think he's written it. I think it's out or coming out, yes. And part of this outlines what happened. So Correct. this is not from, like, this is not hearsay no. as much as it is. This is someone inside the Spectre family saying That's this right. is what happened. This Actually, is how it went down. during his lifetime, Arlen Spectre wrote three books. He had mentioned these kind of bribes or, and the, the, the debate between bribes and campaign contributions several times, but he never named the actual person from Palm Beach that was trying to bribe him into dropping his investigation into the spy uh, gate. Mm. But uh, now his son who mm -hmm. is, is coming out with his book, names Donald Trump as the guy that Bobby Kraft had approached Spectre to shut him up about uh, the deflate gate. Now, let's not forget that in 2019, when the Patriots won, they never made a trip to the White House, but what, in that same year, Donald Trump offered Bill Belichick the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which he declined, which we covered on the show. Mm -hmm. um, and it has also come out that Goodell forced the Eagles and the Steelers to make a statement uh, that was that was uh, 
clearing the NFL of covering up anything and clearing the Patriots of any kind of deflate gate part. But uh, Martz, what was his name, Snoop? Mike Martz? Matt Martz from the Rams? Yeah, Mike Martz. Mike Martz, the coach of the Rams at the time when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. He wrote a statement, issued it on the request of Goodell and the NFL, issued it, and the NFL altered his statement. So he didn't play ball like the Steelers and the Eagles did, but the NFL altered his statement. Wow. Excuse me, to make it look like (laughs) that there was no wrongdoing on the NFL. They did their due diligence. Uh, They did all this this kind of thing to to cover their bases now so i i okay go ahead sorry keep just going. two you other quick points on the conspiracy <laughs> to show you the connections between specter brady goodell uh belichick and trump uh trump did give specter from 1983 until he he left the senate he did contribute eleven thousand three hundred dollars hmm. uh to to uh, Spectre's campaigns over the years. But here's the real zinger for me. You know who Arlen Spectre's uh, campaign chair was in 1996 when he ran for the Senate? Who? Uh, Kushner's dad. Roger Stone. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's just filthy with all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, all these dudes are connected. It's crazy. But I'm finally glad, If even though Arlen Specter is six feet under, I'm finally glad that it's come out that all these dudes run in the same circle. They're just handing money to each other. They're trying to control it. And it just shows you how kind of dirty, filthy, rotten the Patriots are. And because they're such a brand and they, they make so much money for the NFL that Goodell, he's just going to look the other way no matter what. In fact, I think there. I, I read earlier today that there is, there is a quote in the book, uh, Specter Son's book, where he says, "Everyone know knows Bill Belichick is a cheater." So what's the play? I guess I'm trying to figure out why. Why wouldn't if you're willing to take a bribe like this? Why wouldn't Kraft just be willing to contact Specter directly? Is it just? Is it too? I think it's too close to the too, too close. The pale. You gotta okay, have so you, you gotta have an intermediary. And at the time, this is two thousand eight, two thousand nine. At the time, Trump's not uh, anywhere close to being in politics. Right. 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 He's just the man that could that that could do it. He 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 loves Tom Brady and he loves Robert Kraft. Hmm. They they're buds. They're buds. And, and 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 for Trump, it's probably a play to get Ivanka to uh, hook up with Tom Brady. But it's real interesting. And when you read all this stuff, it's kind of weird because it's kind of like Spectre did the right thing, but it also uncovers that Spectre is like anybody else would think about any other politician. It's just like, I mean, ultimately, all they're doing is hunting stacks of paper yeah, to get reelected. Yeah, you're power and you want to protect your power. Right. That's that's your ultimate concern. Right. Is how do I stay here? But but Not now how I serve. politics, at least congressional politics, is directly tied to cheating scandals and conspiracies in the NFL. This is just well, I remember watching the Clemens thing and like the, yeah. it was so with the Mitchell thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just so um, meaningless. 
in so many regards. Like, oh, it was theater. Wasting, it was theater. Why, why are we wasting our time on this? Yeah. I, I get the economic argument. Sure. The, you have an antitrust exemption, and that should be reviewed from time to time. But, like, I do, yeah. This yeah. seems like a really... The, the Spygate review on Capitol Hill would have felt like a waste of time. Well, especially since there was no evidence. Mm. And we've already seen this in football with the, with the two other leagues that tried, the XFL and, and what was the other one, the AAF or whatever? The right. AAF. Like, they tried to start. It's like, yeah, your, your um, antitrust suits... Okay, file one, but it's not like anybody's going to watch any other football besides NFL. There's a spring league right now on Fox Sports. If you if you catch up on that, I haven't even I have heard about that. Yeah. yeah, spring you know. league football. Yeah, I mean, so I get Wait, the. It's an- its own. It's its own league. It's its own league. Yeah. yeah. What happens when? League. What happens after summer begins? It's over. It's only the spring, man. They got till June twenty one, twenty two, and then it's over. And then it's huh. done. Yeah, yeah, you hit that equinox. You yeah. done, son. You yeah. turn back into sand. Get Pillars over of salt. Pillars of salt, Rowdy. That's right. what happens. Yeah. The spring yeah. league. Huh. Man, this is crazy. Actually, isn't crazy... that the that's the solstice, isn't it? Well, that's the equinox. June. I thought the no. equinox was March. No. Oh, you right. March and yeah. September. Solstice. Yeah. Solstice, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, summer solstice, mm-hmm. vernal equinox is September. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the antitrust thing is real, but in terms of public interaction with it, I mean, start another league and see how you do. We've seen evidence of that over the past couple of years. I mean, it's going to take. It would take major gover- government intervention to bust up the NFL, and I, I mean, they're not going to do that. Within you know, the U.S., I think what when Trump always comes up in these things, I'm always reminded of him owning the uh, New Jersey team from the USFL. Yeah, he was up in the USFL. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He's the one that wanted to directly compete yep. with the NFL. Like he's the one that wanted to move them from a spring league to a fall league. Yeah, he was a poor man's all, Al Davis. And yeah. what he wanted to do was to uh, go up against them to hopefully unify, sort of like what the ABA did with the NBA, but also to file, I believe, file an antitrust lawsuit against the NFL. Yeah. I think he was the, I think he was the, the driver. I think you're right. Thing. And, and, and if I remember, I, I know that they won, but the whole thing was like they won and the, they, they got a dollar. Like was the settlement was yep. well it's not a settlement but it was like the what do you call it the judgment the penalty or whatever yeah. the penalty yeah. was a dollar. Well, so, to me, like, this whole thing, the moral of this story is that all these dudes are all know all know each other. They're all playing the same game, and isn't it super cool that this comes out thirteen years later when? people are dead and nothing's going to come of it. It's just a good story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Does any of this taint any of Belichick? Uh, So I think all these stories are going to slowly come out about Bill Belichick. About Belichick. So you think that he's not the, he would not be the greatest coach in NFL history without this, all these cheating events. 
I don't without Deflate know. Gate, without Spy no. Gate. I think that the NFL. I think that he had an owner who was willing to do whatever it took to keep them on top. Yeah. The, the league in and of itself wants to position itself like best foot forward and wants to quash any sort of um, any sort of, of uh, noise that comes along. So it's in their best interest to continue to just, just bury these things. Yeah. So I think between those two things, like you just had a perfect storm to say Robert Kraft is is willing to do whatever it takes. Belichick is willing to do it is like a sort of a once in a generation mind that got mixed up with the perfect guy mm. who's willing to do mm-hmm. whatever it takes. And the NFL in itself has a story that they can tell and they can spin. And they will do whatever it takes to make sure that none of this comes about comes comes out. Right. So I think it's just all those things at one time. Literally destroying it. evidence. Literally destroying evidence. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's it's those three things at the same time. Like yes, I think Belichick is that good of a coach. I think he's great. I mean, yeah. what he did at other places. Right at the Browns. At yeah. the Browns. Yeah. I think he could have done that. Yeah. Could he have won as many as he did? I don't know. I think that, like, you just had somebody who was, like, so afraid of losing that was willing to take chances. And you had a, an owner who was backing it up because they, I mean, they gave Belichick, he's basically the GM, except for. He is, uh, yeah. The guy who, Scott, I don't, I would keep thinking Pioli, but I don't think that's right. That was the GM for a long time, but he, he's basically the president. Now he of is the GM, the yeah. GM, he's everything. You had an owner that was willing to do whatever it took, and you had an NFL that was willing to cover it up under any circumstances. So I think it's just all those things together. Yep. Interesting story, though, when the politics and the NFL cross over, Man. and then and then you got all this money changing hands and all these guys know each I mean, remember during, like, 2015 or 2016 when... They were interviewing Tom Brady at his locker, and he had a MAGA hat in his locker. He had a MAGA hat, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. all this friend. stuff, it's coming all mm-hmm. back around. Yeah. He's yeah. just a friend. Yeah. He's just a friend, and I'm supporting my friend. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, he's a golf yeah, I, buddy. Donald Trump wants to have, wants to be involved. He in just wants some action. Professional football. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, that's, he that's just wants some action. Yep. Yep. What else we got? What else is going well, on? Well, a side note to the story. Did yeah. you know that this... Spring League is playing in Indianapolis? I did not know that. Where are they so playing? The, so, so the Spring League, there are eight teams. There's a North and South Division. This year, the 2021 season, the North Division is headquartered in Indianapolis. So literally yeah. tonight, there was a game at Lucas Oil. Really? Yeah. Uh, the next game at Lucas Oil is June 3rd. Then there's one June 4th. Uh, then there's Monster Jam. Oh hell! Uh, so yeah, it sounds like the the if you want to see the spring league play and you live in the indie area, June third and June fourth are your are your uh, chances. So what is this spring league? Is this like a minor league thing? Is it's this a, a it's a premier it's the premier professional football development league. Okay, it's a G league. Yeah, so there it says nearly all of the spring league players have spent time on NFL active practice or preseason rosters. Okay. So players that have participated in the Spring League include Johnny Manziel, Fred Jackson, Ahmad Bradshaw, 
Anthony Booby Dixon, Greg Hardy, Jackson, Blake Jackson, Ben Tate, Zach Mettenberger, Lorenzo Malden, Lorenzo Talaferro, David Greenidge, and Paul Butler. Well, we got some real winners on there. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for naming some guys. Yeah. Guys, there's some guys. Menzel. With names. We got all, we got basically all the Jacksons and all the Lorenzos you could ask for (laughs) in this league. Uh, but man. yeah, so check it out. Interesting. All right, next up, uh, NBA's midseason tourney? Question mark. Yeah, that's right. The NBA is allegedly, I'm hearing people are saying, uh, trying to get a midseason uh, tournament off the ground. What? The idea is that uh, well, it's a, it's it's a couple. When of is it first. normally? Uh, there is no midseason tournament, so this would be in the vein oh. of what European <laughs> soccer does. It would possibly be an 18-team tournament that would take place halfway through the year. Everybody would get off like they do for the All-Star break. It would be a single elimination tournament. The winner would get uh, $1 million per player. So this is still payout. like starting rosters, like actual teams, not all-star teams, not new conglomerations, but actual teams in the tournament. Actual teams. Now, okay. How the teams are picked, right. we don't know yet. There's talk, like one of the ideas with that there would be like uh, like pool play, hmm. like you would see in um, European soccer again, where you right. would have your pool of, I guess there's 30, so but eight pools, which doesn't really work out. Um, but uh, they would play. The winner of those pools would then move on to this tournament, and it would just be a single elimination. It would probably take place over four or five days, and whoever won, whatever team won, the players would get a $1 million payout per player. Wow. Now, yeah, which is great. And There's this is only like hurdles. a three-day, three- or four-day thing. It's like the All-Star Weekend Time yeah, frame. it would be like it would essentially they would stop the the tur- they would stop the regular season for a week and play this. Is this in then, place of the All Star Game? Good question. I don't know because you got guys I, you got guys playing a lot of games. If you got All Star Game and all those activities and attorney, I think it would probably be an opt out. And I think if my guess would be that. This is just pure speculation that the, the all-star game... Sir, this entire pod is pure speculation. That's true. Yeah, Isaiah <laughs> Thomas was on the team at this... In our Mick In our universe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be... I My guess would be it would the all-star game would take place at the end of the tournament. Okay. So, so players who were knocked out of the tournament, tournament would, could still... Uh, could still play in the all-star game. That's, that's just a guess. One of the things that has... Well, there's a couple things that have to happen to make this... Uh, to make this thing get off the ground. One, the Players Association has to agree. Right. Two... TV contracts. TV con. Of course. Of course. That's what it's Two, all about, yeah. You would have to cut the regular season from, from 82 games to 78 games, which is a big hurdle. I don't like it. And if, if you were to guess what that big hurdle was for the owners to cut the regular season from 78 to 82, or from 82 to 78 games, what do you think that big hurdle would be? Hmm. Game checks? Money. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. It would be money. It would be, it would, it's actually the gate take. 
Oh, so yeah, yeah, losing, yeah, yeah. You would possibly be losing. 22 of the teams would lose two home games. Yeah. Which could be anywhere between 8 and $20 million per game. I was going to say that's 20,000 people a pop if you're a sellout-worthy team. Yep. yep. But everything would have to be renegotiated. Every uh, in and where's uh, it gonna be? In another question. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only way it would work is if the teams would do it in their home uh, arenas. I think. Right. Because that way, then those teams are making the owners, like the billionaires, are making a little bit of money. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense for them. Well, why not just make four regular season matchups or four days worth of matchups a tournament? And then it'd still be 82 games. Just take four, six, eight of the games or whatever in the middle of the season and turn it into a tournament. Yeah, I don't know if they know who those teams would be, though. Yeah, and is this a tournament between all the teams or the top half of the teams? Or just be the top eight teams. Just the top eight. Obviously, depending, like they said, like... uh, At that point in the season standings, at 40-game standings... The top eight teams play. Yeah, ESPN are the ones who uh, originally reported this. I'm and shocked. They said original midseason tournament proposal centered around European soccer would tie into the traditional schedule. The leagues discussed an eight-team single elimination tournament that would incentivize players a million dollars to the winning team, and they had scenarios where it would be pool play embedded in the regular season. Or they would do uh, top uh, top teams in each division. They would also do like best records on each side. There was a bunch of different ways that they could do this. I guess for me, uh, I don't know if you remember like the lockout season not too long yeah. ago, where it was like fifty-eight games, right. something like that. Like that was a lot more exciting. I I think that they're trying to to create some sort of buzz when there's this meddling. Like, the middle of the season and it's just it's just like a dead time they have the play-in games right now which are playoffs but the nba refuses to call them playoffs they call it a play-in tournament yeah it's like in the ncaa where the play-in games are round one it's like give me a break it's still the tournament though like that yeah it's still still a tournament for your life yeah and just like the playoffs you're playing right to to play the next round but they don't want to call it a playoff even though you're playing off. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. You're literally playing off, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I like the idea of a tournament. I like the idea of a midseason tournament. I just don't know if, like, you're, I don't know. It's not cutting into the length of the season that much. Like, if you would cut the games from 82 to 68 and, and have right. a season tournament, right. I think that would be interesting. But to cut it from 82 to 78 and for some of these teams, you're still going to have 82 games? I don't see this flying with the players' union. You know? Nah. Why is Because a million dollars isn't enough. A million dollars is a lot more for some guys, but a million dollars I don't think would be enough for the stars, for the guys making $30 million a year. Like if you're making enough? league minimum or you're a sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth guy making four hundred grand a year, 
hell yeah, I'd be all about it. it. But if you're making thirty million dollars a year, you're Kevin Durant, LeBron James, somebody like you don't have any time for mm-hmm. this because mm-hmm. you got a hundred million dollar shoe contract. What's a million dollars? You don't care. But you're also only talking about like a roster of let's say twelve. You're talking about twelve million dollars. Those players. I don't know that enough. They're just gonna throw a big ass party. But if <laughs> if you're only paying the champion, exactly, know, that's the other problem. I don't know that the rest of the players are gonna say this is worth it, right? Because I have a one in thirty chance, and really not even that for some of these smaller markets. But I have a one in thirty chance of making an additional million dollars. Is it worth it for that for that trade off? And I don't know that the players associate. Would that be three three games in the tournament if you won it all? If it's yeah. single elimination, yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. It'd I mean, be interesting. This is, this is right up your alley. You love it's to- I mean, I yeah. Just, what is all the meddling with all these sports? Baseball, basketball, now football. I had another game. Like people it's are just, just like, starting to. The, I think the leagues are starting to realize that nobody cares. It would be. They got to. They got to try something to, to spice it up because the they realize fall off and everything. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, no one's watching yeah. anymore. I think. I think it's probably the opposite, Rowdy. I think what they realized is a lot of people care, and how can they milk every dollar from us? Mm. Well, we're not gonna care. Nobody no, I know. But. <laughs> I, I, you know what's funny is I would actually. I think if there was a midseason tournament, I would care more. Do you? I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care of the run-up. I would watch the tournament and then I would turn it off again. I just don't have a lot of time for the NBA. Yeah. So NBA like NBA that. regular season is a hard sell to watch. Especially, I mean, like I've always said, I don't watch college ball, uh, college basketball until about February. I don't watch NBA till after this All Star break. I'm not trying to watch NBA pre Christmas. I do not care. <laughs> I do not care. Too much to think about. But at the same time, right. midseason tournament gives the pa- cool. gives the Pacers a shot to win something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can watch millionaires become millionaires because they're sure as hell not going to win the title. Watch millionaires become multimillionaires. Yeah, exactly. Cool. What else we got? Are we? Are uh, we this selling? headline just says Vinatieri. Vinatieri. Oh, yeah. Adam Vinatieri, the greatest kicker in the history of the NFL, retired. Today, via the Pat McAfee show, which I thought was a nice little tip of the cap to old Pat. Wait, wait, hold up. Swallow your drink there, Reed. Sorry. Doing the Pat, doing the uh, Pat McAfee. Was I getting a little gurgly? You're called to talk about It's like this. 1 a.m. What the hell? But, um, <laughs> uh, yes, he retired via the Pat McAfee show today. Uh, after 24 years, I believe four Super Bowl rings for Adam Vinatieri, the all-time leading scorer in the NFL, mm-hmm. and just overall a real piece of work. Retired at 40. He's 48 years old. And he didn't play last year, which was yeah. weird, too. Like you said, now, did you mean leading scorer, most field goals made, and most postseason points. Yeah. Is, is he, did you say piece of work as a... Positive or negative? Because I feel like that's that's a similar to a bless your heart. No, as statement. I mean, the few tidbits that you get out of Vinatieri uh, in his personal life. He's a big game hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he has like seven hundred and forty-three children. Um, I mean, it's just he's, he's close. Kind of. I think he has five daughters actually, something like that. Um, 
And, I mean, he's just kind of a big-time pat. I mean, when Vinatieri came to the Colts, I thought, you know, that's pretty cool. Got him another Super Bowl there. I mean, you can't deny his his stats. And, I mean, probably Absolutely. for sure the most, most clutch kicker in our lifetimes, no doubt about it. I mean, he won every Super Bowl he was in for the Pats. He won it for them. Yep, um, and he won the a- he won at least one AFC title game in driving snow. Uh, I mean, he's a great player. I just think that's probably where it ends for me. Yeah. Yep. I've got nothing nothing to add to that. <laughs> What's on, next? On we got time for one more. What's next? Yeah. Uh, Julio wants to win. Uh, Quintoris Lopez, Julio Jones Jr. That's for Big City Adam. I've only been saying that name for the past, mm, I don't know, 11, 12 years. But he just realized that Julio Jones was not his real, quote-unquote, real name. Uh, He, two months ago, requested a trade from the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, old Shannon Sharp on the Fox News, sports program he and uh snoops boy skip bayless host on the daily hush your mouth uh, sir, sir, <laughs> yeah sir he called he just called julio live on the air and said are you gonna play for atlanta and julio just goes nah man i'm out of there and so julio jones future then, hall of famer uh alabama crimson tide white out R- really julio jones was the first really standout wide receiver for Alabama. He was an early acquisition for Nick Saban early on in his career. Played with uh, old McElroy and um, oh, I can't remember his name. He's back up for Houston. I'm blanking on him. I'm trying to look up this. I'm trying to uh, look up exactly what he said. Shannon Sharp cold called Julio yep. Jones and asked him if he was going to Dallas. Oh yeah, and he and he, and he said, "No, nope. I want to win. <laughs> I want to win," <laughs> which is so awesome because Skip Bayless is a total Dallas homer too, yeah. which is even richer. Yeah. But yeah, so Julio nope. Jones um, is is I mean, no doubt the number one wide receiver, free agent, tradable acquisition that anybody can get. Uh, every team, if they're in their right mind, should be making a play for Julio Jones. Absolutely, and it's it's kind of interesting this year. Like what I, I texted you and Big City Adam about this, but the uh, the salary cap this year in the NFL went down for the right. first time ever that I'm aware. By like of. what, ten uh, or twelve mil, wasn't it? Twelve million dollars yeah. went from one ninety eight to one eighty two. Now everybody was expecting that it was. It's never gone up less than ten million dollars, and this year it dropped by twelve wow. million dollars. So, I mean, the, the free agent market just got wacky. And I know he's not a free agent. I know it's a trade. But you have all these players that are out there trying to do these one-season right. deals, two-season deals, trying to just hold out for the 2023 money that's coming, the billions and billions of dollars from ESPN. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that there's an opportunity to trade for somebody like Julio because he does have years left on his contract and he's talking about like the money he's been he's being paid was from a contract that was years old right 
so it's not at the same rate as what people are asking right. for. It's also yeah. interesting that there was, I read a quote a couple of days ago from Matt Ryan. It's like, yeah, Julio Jones, he basically made my career. He made me the player I am. And so it's like, sorry about you, Matt Jones, or Matt Jones, uh, Matt Ryan, your uh, your career is over. <laughs> if, I don't know, man. They, they still got That's true. They got there. Ridley. They, they got some dudes. That's true. They got some running backs. But um, where's he land, Snoop? Indianapolis. Here oh we go. Oh, my God. No, I, it, he's going to go to Detroit, and it's going to be He's going to New England. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid so? he's going to know, New man. England. Although I don't think they have a whole lot of money because they spent $150 million in free agency. I don't know if they can. I don't know. If, I don't know. Man, this is this that to me kind of like contradicts everything that you ever talk about sports. Because how can you go from Atlanta to New England after the twenty-eight to three game? You go the. T- how can you do that after the Super Bowl? Oh, I, that was yes, that was the most disgusting Super Bowl I've ever watched because it was so it was a whole half of absolute and utter bliss. I was on cloud nine. It was a blowout. They were done. And then they just laid an egg in the second half. Unbelievable. Yeah, so here, here's the cap hit. Not that you care, Rowdy. But $23 million this year, $19 million in 2022, and 19 in 2023. And then he's a free agent at the age of 30. Yeah, he'll be, uh, he'll so be not, close to retirement by then. Yeah, not huge number. Not 35, you're an old man. Yeah. Well, the way he uh, plays and as big as he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would like, I mean, I wouldn't hate seeing him, uh, you know, go back, uh, go to New England and, you know, Mac, Mac yeah. Jones is there. Who, Jones to Jones. McCorkle. Old McCorkle, McCorkle Jones. Jones is there. Jones to Jones. <laughs> Jones squared. Yeah. Yeah. What else wouldn't are we hate doing? It. Are we wouldn't done? Hate it. I think done? that I think that's all we got time for, unfortunately. Let me give a quick. I got a lot to say about that. The last the, headline? The LeBron okay. James one. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll only throw out a, 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 a quick note. Uh, even though we are not sponsored, you know. Mm-hmm. Yet. Maybe, maybe DoorDash might want to sponsor our podcast. Because I will say, if you live in the indie area. If you're a Hoosiers fan. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe call DoorDash because... There's a chance that Dan Dockich might deliver your food. Apparently, uh, he lost he, he lost some money uh, <laughs> doing some sports betting, and realized that he had forgotten the value of the of a dollar. And so, to remind himself, he has has become a DoorDash driver, and he's been enjoying it. So, there's a chance if you order food through DoorDash in the Indy area, you're going to get. Uh, Dan Dockich, was he an athlete or he what? Was an what IU is his player deal? for Bobby Knight? Oh, yeah. Okay, he was. Was he on the he, Pacers he, staff? He coached Bowling Green. A Bowling for a long Green, time, and then yeah. I know, and then I just know yeah. you guys don't like him. Well, I mean, if no, you want a couple seven-layer burritos brought to your door, and you know the guy has on a MAGA hat and just wants to tell you shut up and dribble when he drops off your burritos, then that's <laughs> the guy you want. Yeah. Yep. So his his big claim <laughs> his big claim to fame was that I, in some game and he'll talk he talks about it like every day on his 
uh, radio show that he. But I could throw a football over that mountain. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much this guy. Uh, He had to. He had to guard Michael Jordan. In the oh the all star uh, the NCAA yeah tournament the tournament and held mm. him held him to something low I can't even remember I should look it up but um, it was Jordan's final college game and he didn't get embarrassed it was well what didn't come out is that Jordan had, Jordan had diarrhea that yeah. night diarrhea yeah the whole it was game. his flu yeah. game in college flu. it was the pre yeah, pre- yeah. Flu the first game. flu game he had COVID eighty yeah. four. <laughs> Had a real tar uh, and heel. Then the other thing that he did, he he Kelvin he took over for Kelvin Sampson when Kelvin Sampson had too many text messages on his uh, singular yeah. plan. Back when yeah. tampering was a thing. <laughs> back, back when back when that was the biggest thing exactly. we had to worry about. Back before Baylor was murdering yeah. people and, and gang raping, raping people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, those yeah, were the weren't days. they? All right, are yeah, we done? That's hell. it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, uh, the Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy. Uh, Ball Boy this week is uh, Ball State alum, Chirp Chirp, Zach Plesak, uh, pitcher for the Cleveland uh, team, the Cleveland baseball team, (laughs) who in pure Ball State fashion broke his thumb by, quote, aggressively ripping off his shirt. Hey, he wow. hit his thumb yeah. on a chair while he was ripping off his shirt after pitching a five earn run, five hit, one walk game. And uh, so he's going to be out for the foreseeable with a thumb fracture, which isn't going to help his uh, 4.14 ERA. You know, what's funny to me is this is this takes uh, uh, first place as dumbest broken hand bone uh, this year, which up until this week, it was uh, Jesus Lazardo who broke his finger playing a yep. video game. And let's not forget the Colts' old coach, like defensive or offensive coordinator, that broke his thumb by trying to put on a shoe without untying it. <laughs> Still the dumbest baseball injury of all time has to go to... John Smoltz, who burnt himself trying to iron a shirt that he was wearing. <laughs> oh, man. A only genius a, pitcher like base- Smoltz, too, does something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Trevor Bauer, two years ago, cut his finger uh, on in the propeller of his yeah. drone. I mean, that's oh, just because you're rich doesn't mean you're not an idiot. You, you gotta love baseball injuries. Baseball they injuries are, and they're the the, they're the weakest injuries ever, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder if it's that they have so many games. Like you know, you're playing this game for seven months, so it's like, and you're there every day, so you're bound to get injured with something stupid. And and the, the rosters are big. I, yeah, yeah. I don't think that 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 this bad luck only happens in baseball. But it's just that there's so many players and so much time spent around each other. I can't wait for a Rochambeau injury to hit the wire where someone sprained someone sprained their finger because scissors cuts paper. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a precautionary MRI too. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 pod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, topics you want to discuss, and 
your uh, a screenshot of your review to be put in the drawing. It's all and on you. It's all on you, Snoop. Not, it's all on me. I'm this, thinking. I have nothing to do, do with is, this. All you gotta Full do is ownership. Apple Shift Four, and you could have a T-shirt. Snoop's gonna Snoop's gonna design your T-shirt in Microsoft yeah. Word. So enjoy. I'm not gonna design a T-shirt. I'm gonna take our Jim Hardball logo and put. He's it gonna on go a in there with his phone and say, "Can I get this on a T-shirt?" Yeah, can I get and this they're on like, a T-shirt? Do you have no, the file? Sir. I do. I do. No, have sir, the file. because Rowdy has it. <laughs> uh, it's on. Yeah, I believe it's. You can get it from me. Figure it out, buddy. <laughs> and don't forget to this rate is your us contest. <laughs> New episodes will be there every Thursday, where we will ask, "How about some sports?" How about it? I have a JPEG. Is that going to be enough? Yeah.